her response to that was like, I felt ganged up on by oh, you. So she, oh, so she's an asshole and a martyr. <laughs> nice. Yes. Good, good combo. Dear Shandy. Welcome back to Dear Shandy, listeners. Hello, Andy. Mm, hello. How are you today? Well, I'm doing quite well. How about you? Good. It's caller day. Excellent. We always love a caller day. We do. We wish every day was caller day, really. So today we are joined by Claire. Claire, thank you so much for joining us. Thank you guys for having me. Would you mind giving us your age? The age of, I, I don't think it's a partner in question, but the ages of all the people involved in your story and your predicament, please. Yeah, absolutely. So um, I am 23, almost 24. Um, my partner is uh, also almost 24. We're very similar in age. And then um, the person that I'm going to be discussing today a little bit more is his younger sister who just turned 22. So about a two-year age gap between the two of us. Oh, okay. Also, your location, you don't have to be specific, but just... Sure. Region. I'm in the DC area. Okay. Fantastic. All right. Let's get to it. Awesome. Um, so I've been with my boyfriend for four years. Um, so we met pretty young and he is genuinely my best friend. We lived together at this point. So we moved in about um, nine months ago. Um, we've adopted a kitten together who's actually sleeping on the couch behind me uh, right well, now. Hold on a second. <laughs> is the, can the kitten be woken up? <laughs> yeah. Just give me one sec. I'll, I'll go grab him. Okay. Just asking for a friend. That's dessert. You don't you don't start with that. No, you don't know what's going on. I may forget about it. I won't forget about it. Oh. oh. He's also about six months old, so he's still very much a kitten. Um, wow. He's a big boy. He is a big boy. Yes. He was the biggest in his litter, but um, he's oh. a very, very, very sweet guy. Yes. <laughs> so yeah, Andy's we, dying right now. <laughs> okay. Okay. That's enough. I can't take it. Yeah. So thank you. Um, thank you for humoring. Of course. Humoring. Anytime. Anytime. Um, okay. So we have a kitten together. Um, again, very, very much best friends. Um, we are very open and honest and upfront with each other about everything. He makes me laugh every single day. Um, and I think that like one of the things that I admire the most about him is just that he's an incredibly like patient, kind person. Um, I'm, uh, so I come from like a European backgrounds, uh, very stereotypically. And so uh, my family is very passionate and, and we speak our emotions whenever we feel them and are very direct. And instead he is very patient and kind and measured. Um, mm -hmm. And that does kind of bleed into the conversation and, and what I'm going to bringing, to be bringing up today. So um, he has a younger sister and again, she's 22. So two years younger than him. And when my boyfriend and I first got together, um, she was very, very excited because I was his first serious relationship. And um, she like followed me on all social media and she would be texting me and uh, she would say like, she's so excited to have an older sister um, and just was like very, very excited to get to know me and, and all that jazz. And I think that though things always stayed very friendly and very respectful, I think that it became clear to both of us that we just would never really be best friends. So we have very different personality types. So the way that we choose to relax, have fun, what we prioritize is just very different. Um, she's an incredibly intelligent, driven individual. So it's like, 
the way that we view the world may be similar, but just like the way that we choose to, to get from point A to point B is different. I smell a um, bullshit sandwich. <laughs> oh, yeah. <laughs> Oh, no, coming. not that she's, this is bullshit. She's but getting I, the the toast nice and golden brown. <laughs> yeah. I'm waiting to get to find out what kind of sandwich it is. Yeah. What's what's inside? Yeah, what's I'm inside hungry. the yeah. bread? Let's hear what's for lunch. <laughs> yeah. Um, so the, over the summer, I went on vacation with his family for a week, and I was staying in the same house as the rest of his family. And um, that was the longest period of time that I had been like just with his family. Um, and I was also going to be meeting like a lot of other family members for the first time. So a lot of like cousins, grandparents, things like that. So it was going to be a a slightly stressful and just a big week for me to, to meet a lot of members of the family of the boy who like I've discussed marriage with, you know, so a big deal. Um, And his sister is very much like the darling of the family. So she's the only girl of all the cousins, um, with the youngest of all the the cousins. And she, uh, in, in my boyfriend's family, it's just them two as siblings. She generally gets what she wants. Um, and just is very much, uh, very outspoken, loud, um, center of the, of, you know, spotlight center of attention kind of individual, Um, And while we were there, um, things started out fine. Uh, And then slowly, there just started to be instances of like slight bullying um, to the point that like, my boyfriend like pulled me aside and he was like, hey, like she's being kind of mean to you. And I was like, yeah, (laughs) thank you for noticing. Mm. Um, So just to, to give some examples of things. So Um, I have anxiety and my anxiety manifests as nausea. And so I don't drink very often, especially when I'm in like a stressful situation, but also in general, it's just not what I choose to do a lot of. And throughout the week, um, their family instead likes to drink a lot um, during, especially during family reunions. And during the week, like she made a few judgmental comments about the fact that like, I don't drink as much as they do. Um, and she is very aware of like the reason why. So like at one point we were playing flip cup and I was like, oh, like I am actually pretty good at flip cup. Like I really enjoy playing flip cup. And she was like, oh, you like the drinking part as well. Um, uh, and just like kind of mm, um, yeah. comments about that. Very we unnecessary. Were, yeah. <laughs> We were also playing um, this game with like all the cousins, all the kids. Um, it's like one of those Ellen phone games where there's like somebody asks a question on everybody's phone. And so the question oh, and it's like, like on everyone, the forehead, it's the one where you flip it on your it's forehead. Like, it's like um, so like a question is sent out to everybody's phone. This iteration of the game is sent out to everybody's phone. Um, like, for example, like what would blah, 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 get tattooed on their back? And so everybody like makes up an answer and then you vote on the best one. And it's oh my God, those games are always trouble to me. Yes. <laughs> Someone's feelings always get hurt with games like that, in my opinion. <laughs> Someone but... ends up crying. <laughs> All yeah, I know is the true. last time I played that game, my feelings got hurt. Oh, dear. <laughs> OK, let's hear it. What did she um, do? <laughs> so my the question that came for me was, you know, what is Claire's biggest pet peeve? And she's her response was it would take less time to list all the things that aren't pet peeves. Um, uh, so wow. if I was yeah, in the mornings, if I was the only one in the room when she came in, she wouldn't say good morning. Um, there was one instance which I think for me was really telling where I was like just sitting on the couch next to his mom with like a little bit of space in between us. And we weren't really talking or anything, just kind of 
chilling next to each other. And she came by and just like sat in between us and like, didn't say a word and just like created a physical barrier. Um, and it just, it, it felt very symbolic, but like a third grades version of what good symbolism is. <laughs> and this would also, the confusing aspect of this is that this would also be contrasted with like her calling me pet names, saying that I'm part of the family, like saying that she loves me, posting pictures of me and her on her Instagram story, mm. all that jazz. Um, so my boyfriend and I have talked about it. And though we're like very understanding of the fact that there are two sides to every story, um, we're not aware of anything that I could have specifically done to like have caused the animosity. So what we kind of think it is, is some sort of like territorial thing where mm-hmm. um, her and her brother, my boyfriend are very close. And so I've become more of a priority in his life. And I actually forgot one. I'm sorry. Uh, so he mentioned during this trip that he was going to be staying with my family in my hometown for Thanksgiving. And uh, he's never visited my hometown and my parents moved away a few years ago. So it means a lot for me to be able to go back and to show it to him. And uh, because we live together, her response was, um, you see, you see her every single day. I don't understand why you can't be with family for a holiday. Um, Mm. and as a side note, I'm, I'm going to be going to their home, um, over like Christmas break and, and the holiday season then. Um, so spoke with my boyfriends, don't really know what like the root cause of all of this is other than like potentially some like jealousy of of being a new girl in like being introduced to the family and and some territorialness and one of the things that we were discussing between me and him and is one of the questions that I want to ask you guys again coming from a family that's very upfront about our feelings and was a little bit like you know like is this something that you would consider talking to her about because I know that like I there were certain days where I would just like sit in my room um at the house that we were staying at and be like I just want to go home like I don't feel good like I feel a little bit but like this feels very high school to me you know mm-hmm. um and he his response to that was like I will support you and and you know if do what you would like but Um, I am more of a passive person in the way that I, you know, deal with my family. And I just think that my sister sometimes has mean tendencies. And the reason that we have such a good relationship is that I let these things kind of like wash over me and and I don't think about them too much. So I never want to create like a me versus her situation. So like my questions are a few of them. First off, like how do I talk to my partner about like feeling belittled by a sister whom he loves um, while, while like being honest with him, but also being respectful of the fact that they're siblings who love each other. And this also ties into like, do you think that he should talk to his sister about this? And in general, like, should I be doing anything to try to improve the relationship or the situation? Oh. Okay. First of all, the, the- this girl, I'm going to call her, sounds like she's 22 going on 13. Yes. Um, my my question, just this is like just a preliminary question. I just want to know, does she treat everybody like this? Mm. Just just to get that out of the way, I want to make sure that you're just not one of many that are treated like this. From what I've seen, uh, it is a comment I have also sometimes made in frustration that I would argue that emotional responses tend to be a little bit less mature. Yes. Okay, so you're not, she's not necessarily singling you out as far as how she treats people. 
She no. may just be treating you slightly differently, but there is that sort of territorial issue with her brother. Yeah, and, and some, family. and also they're close in age. She's right. another female. I right. think there's a lot of factors here. But yeah, I am curious to know if this is sort of just par for the course for her and everyone mm-hmm. just sort of takes it because she's the baby. And it sounds like she's gotten away with a lot and continues to sort of push that. Yeah. But I'm curious, are there, is there like a cousin who's also female, also young? I'm just wondering if she, if you've seen this with anyone else in the family or when you've seen her spend time with people. So I will say that like her humor is very much at the detriment of others. Okay. So uh, she very much... Uh, even to my boyfriend, like makes jokes that are hurtful. Um, that I I think that the biggest thing is that a lot of times people just don't call her out on it. Mm-hmm. And um, again, uh, I, as I mentioned, I'm more confrontational, but I really don't see it as my place to call her out on it because you know, like it, it, I'm not part of the family. Like I don't want to create any sort of divisions, but like from what I've seen and she lives in a different place, like we went to school in different places. So I haven't seen her too much, but all the cousins are male and older. Um, and mostly what I've seen for, for many members of her family, like, and especially her brother, humor is often at the detriment of others. So, okay. so, which so, is not uncommon. No, it's very there common. There are a lot of personalities yeah, like that. Yeah, neggers. Did you ever in any way show a reaction to how she was behaving towards you that would have let her know that you were not happy about Yeah, her? or that your feelings were hurt? I wouldn't be surprised. I have a really bad poker face. Um, and okay. I've been told that it's very easy to read when I'm upset or unhappy with a situation. So, like, I... I let, let me say this, like, I don't think it's a secret to anyone that like, we're not super tight. Like, I would be very surprised if she thought that everything was good and chummy between us. Okay. I, I think this is, I mean, I mean you, you can no, go ahead, you but I, my initial reaction to this is just, this is a girl who is extremely territorial. She knows she's the only girl in this family. She knows that's a powerful position. She sees you as a threat. You're a similar age, as you mentioned, you're your boyfriend clearly really likes you and there's some serious potential long-term here. I think she's just literally pissing on her territory. Right. (laughs) I I can't see this as anything else. And honestly, like you say, like it's not my place to confront her, but if your boyfriend is passed passive to the point, and we're going to get into this, but if your boyfriend is passive to the point where he's not going to speak up, which he should, and I know you're going to say that, but, but if he's not going to, you're going to have to eventually stand up to her. Because it just becomes, it's going to become um, ingrained to the point where you can't, there's a point of no return, where you've just been basically turned into her like, I can't use that word, (laughs) but you know what I mean. (laughs) Yes. Yeah. Okay. So I agree with everything you're saying. I think your question is, is deceptively simple. It sounds simple. You know, it's like, oh, my mm. potential future sister-in-law and I are not really similar people. We don't get along that great, but we also don't see each other that often. How to how to ahead should you really bring this? There are also other factors at play here, which is that she could just have a sort of a uh, like acerbic personality. Is that the word I'm looking yeah, for here? Yeah, that's exactly the word I was thinking. Like. I've known girlfriends like that. Ones and and they tend to fall into one of two categories. One is where that's just they kind of don't give a fuck and that's why I'm curious to know if you had indicated being hurt because 
the people who fall into the latter category, meaning the ones that are not fully aware of how callous they are, that kind of person would be like, oh, wait, or even if you were even to bring it up, then they'd be like, oh, I didn't realize it. Mm -hmm. And what's risky, and I think that's what complicates this, is that if she is in the former category, this could turn out to be more drama than is worth, in my mm-hmm. opinion. And that's yeah. my one fear. Is you, if you don't see her that often, she makes his little digs. It's sort of like you... If, if you feel like she were the kind of person to retaliate and be like, who the hell are you to stand up to me? I'm the, I'm the girl boss in this family. Yeah. I get away with everything. And I already get the sense from you, and I... I relate to you in this is that you are confrontational, but you're also, I get that I, I sense sensitivity from you because I'm also a sensitive person. It's these little digs take their toll, you know, they add up and one you might brush off, but when it happens five times over a weekend, you're like, at at what point are you going to be a doormat or stand up for yourself? So I, I do think this is a tricky one. Mm -hmm. deceptively so Mm -hmm. i tend to always go in the more uh, cautious direction with this sort of thing if you're not seeing her more than i would say twice a year for family related events i would wait another family gathering weekend week holiday session and sort of suss out whether or not Mm -hmm. it's worth bringing to a head because she could she could make your your life a little more complicated and and I don't think you want it to get to that point. But mm-hmm. at the same time I also want to tell you to stand up for yourself, you know? It's it's a tricky one. No, it's a good point and I was thinking that it really comes down to how often you're going to have to deal with it. Yes. Her. And if it's very often, you need to probably bring this to a head despite the risks. If it's very infrequently like maybe the two one or two major holidays a year, I think probably leave it up to your boyfriend to try to diffuse, but I say I say in either situation, I don't mean to put this much pressure on your boyfriend, but he seems like a non-confrontational guy. And I get that. But I think it's his job to start planting seeds of like, hey, chill. Like this this girl may be around for a long time. Like you need to chill. I always think of that that conversation we had with the marriage and family therapist. Mm-hmm. If this is the sort of lifetime partnership that you think it might be, there is that united front factor. Yeah. Team. Where even if it's out of his comfort zone to say something, it's because he's on your team and he knows how much it bothers you. Mm-hmm. But again, even that, I'm not sure if it's at that point to yeah, me. Yeah, but he doesn't have to make it about her. He can just say, like, he can talk to his sister as if it, he's bothered by it. Yeah, but then you run the risk of the sister being like, well, why are you saying this to me now? Like, I think it's because of Claire, you know? Like, and then it's sort of like, should Claire have just spoken with her directly? It's interesting. The kind of person that has that sort of personality, when you do confront them, it's almost like... I had column A and B, and now it's like A1 and A2. She could retaliate, or you could, you know, also piss on the territory and and put her in her place, and mm-hmm. then that kind of person actually retreats a bit. Right. I don't know if I have enough information based on her personality to tell you what yeah. I think you should do, unfortunately, yeah, and I hate know. not Does having... Does she seem like a bulldog? Like, yeah. does she seem like the kind of girl who's never going to back down in confrontation? Yeah. Like, if, if a little tension does happen or a little debate, does she just keep sticking to it until it's good and dead? So or here's, does she ever rise above it? That's what I want to know. 
Uh, not that I've seen. I think that another thing that I've noticed is um, she gets very defensive in a like, how could you do this to me kind of situation. Uh, so like if something is brought up, she's like that, like um, that she's asked for, like she's asked an opinion on and like two people may be like, listen, like I know that you may want us to respond this way, but actually we feel differently. Her response to that was like, I felt ganged up on by you. Oh, so she, oh. so she's an asshole and a martyr. <laughs> nice. Yes. Good, good combo. Okay. Based on that, I would definitely tread carefully in being the one to say something. Here's the thing. I think this girl is going to learn a lot as she gets older. Mm-hmm. I think she's going to start having relationships. I assume she's still in college. Uh, yes. She's mm-hmm. about to enter medical school, actually. So if that helps with the personality aspect, mm. MD, PhD, actually. So like she's a smart cookie and she's a driven individual. Um, but if that helps with the whole, like she's a determined cookie as well. Oh, wow. That's a curveball. I didn't see medical school coming in this me one. Me neither. Yeah. I saw a lot no, of Instagram. She, like, she's, <laughs> me too. I saw Instagram too. I saw, I saw a lot of sideways sticking your butt out beach photos, but I guess, I guess that's not what, what's happening here. No, okay. no, she's like an incredibly intelligent, like top of her class receives awards kind of individual mm-hmm. to the point that it's a little bit frustrating. You're like, stop yeah. winning things. Yeah. 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 She's very type A. It also sounds like she's not afraid to lord what she perceives as her superior intelligence yeah. over others. Okay. <sighs> Have I ever surprised you with a present? On occasion. And the surprise itself was nice. Even if it was just a silly card or something that you didn't really love, the surprise, the surprise was good. Yeah, the surprise in and of itself. I think you're actually pretty good at surprising. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I'm really good at surprising, not great at the actual surprise. <laughs> but moving on. I mean, it's always nice to be surprised. It's, it's nice when the gift is nice or the words are nice, but when it's, it, when it's framed as a surprise, it means a little extra. Well, great, because I have a surprise for someone, but it's not you. <laughs> you have a surprise for someone other than me? Yes, I have a surprise, and it's not for you. It's for Lisa, and it's from Dan, and the surprise is... Happy, Happy birthday! birthday. <laughs> Dan always says it's hard to get gifts for you because you're clearly his everything. And how do you get gifts for the girl who has everything? Lisa, you surprise Dan every day with your brilliance, your beauty, and your kindness. So here's a surprise for you. Happy birthday. I'm going to give you an answer you probably don't want to hear just based on what we have so far. I feel like this is one of those sit back and wait situations. Mm-hmm. If you're not, not seeing her more than twice a year... It's not for more than like a holiday, Thanksgiving maybe, or Christmas, or just some getaway. And you can also pick your battles. You know, if you know she's going to be there and you were on the fence about going anyway, you can set that one out. Mm -hmm. And then that also sends a message to your boyfriend. Mm -hmm. Life is too short to, to, for two things, to spend precious time with people who make you feel less than, but also... I can tell you're you're like sitting waiting, <laughs> but it's also too short to spend it embroiled in a sort of long term, tense, ongoing personality yeah. conflict with someone that you. It, it's just such a drain. Yeah, she, she might she might not be worth the war. I that's the feeling yeah. I'm getting, and I know that's a 
pain in the ass answer because you are not afraid to confront people and you do want to stand up for yourself. And I'm sure like if this episode goes out there, I'm sure people will be like, well, she should stand up for herself. I think that there are there are there are different paths you could take here. But for me, based on how often you have to see her. I don't know if it's worth it yet. And I also think life is going to teach her a lot of lessons over the course of the next very formative five years for her. Yeah. Mm -hmm. She's going to grow up. I I, I hope. And if she she doesn't, if she doesn't grow up and your boyfriend doesn't kind of coach her into behaving properly, which is which is fine if he doesn't. Oh, he's not. He's He's not not going to do it. If that doesn't. Unless I I get the feeling, Claire, unless you say something, he's not going to be the one to discipline his little sister. No. No, but life is going to discipline her. She's going to have a boyfriend where she has to learn what compromise is or have a crush on someone who doesn't like her back or have mm-hmm. something happen with a friend or a friend will say something to her. People who have closer relationships with her. Yeah. So I I do. I have a little extra nugget to, oh. to add in just because okay. you brought that, you know, fun word up relationship. So. She actually has been with someone, I think they're about like a year to six months behind us. Um, And something that my boyfriend and I have like discussed is also this idea of uh, she's, she's a very competitive individual. If that wasn't uh, obvious, (laughs) a given Um, and kind of the fact that her older brother got in a relationship. um, She got in one shortly after and you know, like him and I have never really had any massive issues. Of course, like we argue about silly things, like what to watch on TV, but like nothing that at its core is like problematic, you know, her relationship instead has, in my opinion, at least having been in situations where there's been some like emotional manipulation, like massive red flags left and right, like really bad communication, um, different ideas of where people stand, it scares me to hear some of the stories that she tells about her relationship. Mm. Um, so I don't know if that adds anything, but I just thought I'd add that extra little tidbit. Well, just, it it's adds, just it adds a solidifies yeah, the kind it, of person we think she is. Exactly. Actually, that only makes me more confident yeah. in my answer and also in my personal take. And if, I feel like you agree with me, but you're allowed to disagree I, I have, that you sh- should not necessarily spend bandwidth on this because if her own boyfriend if there's this kind of up and down with her own boyfriend you know you're not going to be as high on the priority list I don't know if she's going to value your relationship to the point where she would be like hmm this time I'm not going to get defensive Mm -hmm. what did I do oh I feel bad about this I just don't see that happening and then that becomes a, a bigger issue that you have to navigate yeah right no, I just I think that you're right. I think that at some point you may have an opportunity when you're fully if and when you're fully ingrained in this family and they've accepted you, not necessarily her, but they've accepted you. You're there. You're not going anywhere. And she really never stops and it just keeps going. And what and she gets really out of line. Just say, I'm just going to assume her name is Karen. Karen, shut the fuck up. <laughs> and you'll be able to say that. And that will make a big difference. And yeah. you you hold that in your back pocket for as long as you need to. But at some point, you can always drop that. And I promise you that'll stop her dead in her tracks. <laughs> I, I don't know about the actual verbatim, shut the fuck up. But I oh, do. Oh, no, verbatim. <laughs> and even if her name's not Karen, just say Karen. Just say Karen, yeah. Yeah. I do think the examples you've given are all very irritating and being also a sensitive person, they would bother me. 
But to touch on that, none of them individually are Karen shut the fuck up worthy. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Hashtag Karen shut not the fuck yet. up. <laughs> not yet. But, you know, they might be one day, hopefully mm-hmm. not, as she matures and as maybe you spend l- less time together to the point where spending time together has some novelty. And I'm wondering if maybe she just got too comfortable with you. Mm-hmm. But for, for me, I, I'm all about picking battles. I pick battles in every arena in my life. And this to me is, yeah. I don't think you have the right weapons for this battle. You you can hold your own, but then you're going to kind of be in the battle for a long time, and it's sort of is is it worth it? Yeah, I would yeah. say I would say a very a very aggressive ignoring when she acts up with you. Yeah, really aggressive, like let it roll off your shoulders as best you can, at least you know optically. Which is also a learning experience for you too. Yeah, you know, yeah. I, as I'm sure, sure you've encountered. Try to work with your anxiety. I mean, you're going to have to try to keep that at bay. But everyone, honestly, everyone except me, actually. I, I, your family. I got very lucky. With this is a family? very big exception. Your family is all great. Well, my mom was hard on you in the beginning. Yeah, but at the f- first few weeks, <laughs> yeah, yeah. that was fine. But um, <laughs> my mom openly despised Andy for the first few weeks. <laughs> but very, very briefly. That's that's pushing it. It was, it was it was not full despising. Somewhere between disliking and despising. But um, everybody has someone in their their partner's family that. They're not cool with almost everybody. It's almost unheard of that you like everybody in your partner's family. There's always somebody. And this is your somebody for now. Maybe it'll get better. Maybe it'll stay the same. Maybe it'll get worse. There's always some asshole in everybody's family. I I got to agree with Andy, unfortunately. I don't know a single friend. And, you know, I'm well into my 30s now. And so I have a few years on you and... Whether friends are married or divorced or in long-term relationships, there's usually someone, yeah. someone in the partner's family that you're like, mm, yeah. are they going to be at Thanksgiving? I, I think I'm good. <laughs> no, absolutely. Yeah. There's always somebody and you just have to, you just have to sort of roll with it and you have to have your own red line. You really yeah. do. You have to draw the line. And if she crosses that line, you know what to say. And, and figuratively or literally, you, you can make that choice, but you really have to draw a line. I don't think she's crossed it yet, um, but she may. And I do. And I, that, I'm glad you're saying that because I don't want to make it sound like it's, this is just something you're going to have to live with and yeah. just be a doormat and she can treat you like shit and you'll take it. But I do think there should be a red line, something that is not a result of like a, a sum of, of little irksome things, but rather something that really feels like it's individually crossing the line. Mm-hmm. And then I, I would say that's when the boyfriend yeah. needs to, you know, join the united front. Right. Remember you're a team. It's very important. You brought that up. You, you have to be a team in this stuff. It doesn't matter if he's related to her. You guys, that's it. You're the bond. And and also, I don't want to make it sound like you need your boyfriend to fight your battles. No. But it's more so that I think based on their personalities and their relationship, just based on what you've told us, that might have more impact than you making even the most uh, salient points and mm-hmm. like and arguing your points so well and standing up for yourself just based on what you're describing, uh, like how she handles conflict right. and confrontation. I imagine it would just ha- carry more weight coming from your boyfriend, unfortunately. Mm-hmm. I, I don't disagree. <laughs> I don't disagree. 
Um, so I guess that like kind of goes into the question of like, how do I talk to my boyfriend about, you know, his sister whom he loves uh, that I like, you know, that mm, I'm having trouble. And I, you know, especially in situations where I'm surrounded by his family and the, I can't really, I'm like locked in a room just with him and don't really have a release from like exiting the situation. If I need to like vent or get out some frustration, like how do I talk to him about being frustrated at his sister? Is there like a line that I shouldn't cross all that jazz? Not in my opinion. To me, me, for me, I think the most effective way is not to tell him to talk to his sister or tell him what to do, but to tell him how you're feeling. Oh, yeah. But she's talking about how does she even just vent to him about her. And when you first, sorry. No, I was just that's what I'm saying. Just tell him that you're like, yeah. I'm, I'm really feeling very angst around your sister. It's really bothering me. You don't have to tell him what to do. If he doesn't do anything at that point, then you know what you're dealing with. Yeah. Honestly, when you asked that question early on, I, I put a pin in it because it, to, in a way, was arguably the most concerning question that you've had here tonight, because I don't feel like this should be something that that you need to be careful with how you navigate. Like he's your, mm-hmm. he's your partner. Mm-hmm. Like I know that she's his sister, but so what? Yeah. Like you're his partner. There's a difference. Yeah. If you got in a car, you would be, what's the first, what's the front seat called? Shotgun. Yes. You would be shotgun in the car is all <laughs> I'm saying. So I feel like, yeah, you can be like, oh, I don't want to overdo it. I don't want to spend every moment we have together in our room venting about her. And you can pick your battles on that front. But if you find that you find it difficult to bring this up because he's not really meeting you there or is like, oh, you said that he noticed. Oh, yeah. And let me just say that, like, the reason why I asked that question. So obviously, I've like spoken to my mom, who's a very wise owl, I appreciate her and go to her for many things. And something that she's always told me ever since I was really small is that, you know, in relationships, when it comes to family, you need to respect that that person has a family. And um, that there are certain lines when it comes to speaking about um, their family that you as a partner just shouldn't cross because you at the end of the day, like it's their sibling, it's their parent, et cetera. So you want to like keep the respect there when you are talking about your frustrations about mm-hmm. them. Okay. Absolutely. When it's just about them as an individual, but mm-hmm. when it's affecting you to this extent where you wanted to leave, you felt your anxiety acting up, you were contemplating actually talking to her about it. This is not just, oh, I hate, like she chews too loudly. It's not like, <laughs> this isn't a bitchy remark about like some idiosyncrasy or habit she has. This isn't right. mean. There's a difference between being mean about a, about a family member and being like, yeah. that your family member makes me feel Again, this way. You're just telling him how you feel. Yes. It's the same <laughs> way you'd say how you feel if you had a really bad day at work. It just has, happens to be his sister. I don't see anything wrong with that. As, as a matter of fact, I think you have to do that. You yeah. have to be very honest with him about how you feel. I do want to backpedal slightly because I don't want to be misconstrued with your wise owl mom. And I think her advice is really great. And it is very wise. And I think a lot, pe- a lot of people could heed that more. But as long as the language isn't around what an asshole the person is, it is really, as Andy said, coming back to how they make you feel. Mm -hmm. I don't think there should be a limit. 
And this is just how I am in a partnership. I want to feel like I'm in that safe space. I would be concerned if, if you found it difficult to bring it up. I'm not saying it is. I don't think it is. But I don't think you need to feel too worried about that. Okay. That's good because I have had no filter. And so this is more, uh, should I implement a filter okay. or am I going okay? okay? So thank you for backing me up. <laughs> yeah, I'm definitely backing you up on that front. Oh, Claire, I feel, uh, you know, we've talked before about how some calls are just not as satisfying as others. And ironically, the other call that I found unsatisfying had a sort of similar theme where, mm-hmm. uh, I forget the caller's name, but her boyfriend's friend right female friend was not very nice to her and it's sort of like how do you navigate that this is sticky in a different way and i don't know if there's like a golden answer to this question i would say proceed with caution with her and proceed with a lot of openness with your boyfriend Mm. about your feelings yeah and i would and i as andy said the red line i would maybe marinate with yourself over what that is because then you'll, then you won't be spinning your wheels sort of like, did that go too far? Did that go too far? If you sort of have, it can, it could just be a feeling. Right. Like if I end up, if she makes me feel this way, then I know that you know, we'll implement step two, which is not, not saying right. something. And, and it's, it's also just to give your boyfriend the benefit of the doubt. It, I understand it's, it feels like a bit of a betrayal when you have to go tell a family member that like you need to act differently around this person that I've chosen to be in our family, it feels a bit like a betrayal, I think. That's mm-hmm. how he probably feels. He doesn't want to take sides against his family. He doesn't want to take sides against you. He's stuck in the middle. He's going to take the passive route. Um, Which, to be fair, a lot of people would do. Yeah. So it's not, it's not I, don't, I don't think you have to have a passive personality to do that. Right. I'm not say, so I'm not trying to say your boyfriend's really in the wrong here. But if this gets, starts to get out of hand, he's he needs to step up and say something. It doesn't need to be an absolute battle. He just needs to mention it to his sister that, you know, I just want to let you know that she's she's upset. You've ups, upset her and it bothers me. Mm-hmm. Simple. Yeah. And hopefully it should bother. Yeah. 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 And we and again, like we very much openly discussed all of this. And I think that he just falls into that category of like men in America who were raised to like not have emotions and not speak Mm -hmm. back on their emotions. And so it's, it's something that like together, especially as someone who is very emotive, um, we're like working together and like working on standing up for yourself and, and speaking up and, and like being able to voice emotions out loud. But um, I think that especially when it comes to like family members and, and standing up for himself and, and his feelings in regards to that, like it just is a little bit trickier, you know, mm-hmm. maybe this is a good and in the end, maybe this is a good exercise for him to yeah. to grow, to be able to say to his family, like, I don't like what you're doing. And and I and I swear we'll wrap soon. I feel like we're sort of going in circles, but I do want to say this and I don't mean for this to come from this like, oh, like. I'm so older and wiser or anything, but you are all objectively very young. Mm -hmm. And I do think that your 20s are really all about this. Mm -hmm. A lot of your 20s are about navigating, dealing with people that you don't necessarily like that much on a human level. Yeah. And that's why I'm very curious to see what the next decade looks like for her. And obviously this is one of those challenges for you. Right. Mm -hmm. But I will just close with this. Don't let this hurt your relationship. 
with your boyfriend because it sounds like you guys are doing really well don't let this become a, a disease a cancer yeah. in your relationship um which would even happen if, if, even if he continues to be passive it's not this is not a red strike against him he's he can do this if he needs to if he cannot go against his family you're eventually gonna have to probably accept that right mm. Claire, do you have any other questions? I know that wasn't very satisfying. <laughs> no, and you know what? Like th this is the same advice that my mom also gave me, and and other oh the wise owl, the wise owl, yeah. <laughs> and it's kind of like because again, like when I wrote in, it was a few months ago, so I've been able to like talk to to her and some other friends, and that's kind of the consensus. But I really wanted to get. You guys are, are very direct and outspoken. So I wanted to get your opinion and also just from a very outside perspective. Um, so it's what I'm doing. I'll just keep, you know, chugging along, but it's good to also get some reinforcement that that's the correct thing to do. So I really appreciate it. Oh, of course. Great. I hope we helped. Yeah. Is, these are always tough ones. It's it's much easier when you're having problems with your boyfriend. <laughs> Way easier. Yeah. You just say, nope, that's it. <laughs> Not every time. <laughs> but most of the time. <laughs> Don't put me in a corner. But yes, a lot of the time. Yeah. yeah. So, so th these outer relationship relationships get very complicated. Friends of friends of, and family of boyfriends and girlfriends. It's, it's, it's There's a reason why when we do Q&As, Andy can only take one at most two non-romantic questions <laughs> because true. these are actually i agree they're, they're draining they're either draining and they're yeah. they're complicated very i'm complicated. sorry guys I'm oh no so <laughs> you should be you should be sorry i know i'll Violet. come back with a relationship get get into a problem with your boyfriend that i can do <laughs> i'll with. come back i'll come yeah. back and remember i think if there is a single takeaway here it's what you said earlier every family has one yep yeah usually 99.9% .9 of the time. Yeah. Okay, Claire, thank you so, so much for yeah, joining thank us. Thank you guys so much. I really appreciate it. Okay. okay. Good okay, luck. Bye. Give us an update. Yeah, you, I do want an update. If anything really develops or Hopefully, if you get to tell her off. a very uneventful update. <laughs> yes. <laughs> okay, thank you. Thank you. Okay, bye. Bye. <sighs> bye. Well, she was lovely. She was lovely. She really seems older than her age. She's, she's an old soul. Yeah. And she's dealing with a... A, a, a 13 year old 22 year old <laughs> yeah again not every call is going to be as satisfying as you'd like yeah it really brings into focus it's i we have the podcast to thank for thinking about things like this i don't know if i ever really realized how much life is a series of navigating mm -hmm. this difficult personality difficult personality you need to deal with that you need to deal with. This isn't a, just a friend that she can yeah. sort of fade on and cut out of her life or her friend circle. Right. If she wants to be with her boyfriend, this is something she has to deal with. And as much as this answer may not have been the most satisfying or climactic, mm -hmm. if you know, I would much rather be like, you should confront her yeah. and tell, give her a piece of your mind. Mm, and Black and white. Yeah, I would love to give that advice. Just having lived, I, I think that this could very easily be a total drain on her bandwidth and happiness and all the things in ways that we could not even possibly imagine. Right. I, I think that the risk level um, in dealing with outside entities, yeah. the lowest risk is ex-girlfriends. You, yeah. you can do whatever you want with them. Like <laughs> well, they're, they're, how about ex-boyfriends? Ex, right, ex sorry. Partners. I'm speaking for myself. <laughs> okay, okay. But yes, ex-partners yeah. can be dealt with however you'd like. 
and, yeah. and with 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 a firmness. Well, because yeah, it, chances are if you broke up, there's yeah, you there's know, sure. you, things came to a head in a way where you sort of cross that bridge. Like you're in a different, you're on a different island by the time yes. you're broken up, yes. and the rules have gone out the window. Right. You dated, and the, so you were the closest you could be, right. And then you broke up, which right. means that you you did cross a bridge. You are right. in different territory. Right. You're in a foreign land where you don't necessarily need to bottle things up in the same way. Correct. The next level is friend. Yes. Of partner. Yeah. Friend of partner is a <laughs> I little... I these categories. Uh, this is the way I see it. Is friend of partner is a little more complicated. Depends how long you've been friends, how deep the bond is, how much history you have. But friends are in the middle. Like you can deal with friends a little harshly if they're really out of line but you still have to be a little careful with friends yeah no i agree with that you're still on your best behavior somewhat yes you're not going to just no, when you, you're in a bad mood just let it fly absolutely you not. still need to be gotta, civil gotta be an adult about yes it. now the most high risk category is the one we dealt with just now family mm-hmm. very difficult to navigate because yeah. you can't just well, say family, i'm that's done not with your, your family yeah family that's not your own because right, I think family that family. is your own is a next level, that's way a, more comfortable. That's, yeah, that's that's different. Yeah. Family that is not your own, your partner's family, that yeah. is very complex. Yes. And you have to be very careful. Yeah. Because you can't just say, uh, you, my partner, are done with your sister. Yeah. Or your mother, she's out. You can't speak to your mother anymore. Yeah. Like, you have to be really careful. You have to understand that this may be a lifetime project. Yeah. Start slow. Yep. Real and you, slow. And you, once you say something that maybe crosses a line, you can't take that back. You can't. And you could be looking at, at a life of spending holidays together, or maybe even if they end up in the same city, yeah. just having to be in each other's orbit. Yes. Yeah. And, and again, if you are dealing with a, a partner's family member uh, who you see maybe once or twice a year, really take keep it in first gear Mm -hmm. just for preservation yeah because you don't want to put too much pressure on your partner because everyone knows it's not easy to just go and scold your family member about how they treat your partner that's not an easy task yeah especially if her boyfriend's passive to begin with but um (laughs) that's a good point actually if you really put yourself in the boyfriend's shoes that shit ain't easy no it's not it's really not it's really hard yeah if you are spending a lot of time with his family. Like mm-hmm. maybe they live in your basement or something <laughs> yeah. and you got to see them every day. That's a totally different well, story. Because at that point, you graduate to a different level where you're not just partner's family or, you know, boyfriend's girlfriend. Right. You're no longer a guest. Yeah. you're Now you're starting to merge roommate, right. family, like living under the housemate you gain, and family. You gain leverage. Yes. You gain leverage yeah. to the point where now... I can speak my mind a bit more. Absolutely. You know, Absolutely. Do you want to keep going through your steps or do we kind of get the idea? That was it. Okay. Yeah. Well, because I think going up from there, there's family and obviously partner and stuff like that, where you are so comfortable that, yes, you can be like, oh, this bothered me. This is how I feel about it. Like, you don't need to bottle it up. Let's say she does end up marrying this boyfriend. Mm-hmm. Then they are, in a way, family. This isn't going anywhere. Like we said early on, you cannot right. just cut this person out because it's not the relationship isn't serving you. No. You you can't apply a meme to this. A nope. self-worth meme. It's mm. it's more complex than a meme can cover Absolutely. in my opinion. Yeah. Yeah. It's a project. This is a project. <laughs> Go at it slow. Look, she doesn't even know if she's going to be like I'd like her and her boyfriend to succeed, but she doesn't know. 
Maybe they well, break up. Maybe she has six boyfriends after this guy. And the word succeed, I think, is not correct because they could break up and, and that the relationship was, you know, four years. They're living together. It was still a success. Wow. The, the Internet has really, really <laughs> made you walk on eggshells. <laughs> Holy cow. Like, it could be a success. Breakups are successes. Good relationships are successes. Not having a boyfriend or girlfriend successes. Not being a human being. Everything's a success. I offend someone every time I open my mouth. I'm, really, I'm a walking I, disclaimer at this point. I, I, don't, I, I don't want to see this happen to you. I will not let this happen to you. All right. I take back my disclaimer. It was, it's it, a complete and utter failure yes. if they ever break up. Yes. There may be success. There may be great lessons learned by both parties that will make them better people yeah. but the relationship was not a success okay i'm glad you put me yeah. in my place for that i deserved yeah. that yeah. no i you know i just don't want to be like oh if the relationship ends four years there she's not even 24 no matter what i guarantee you whether they end up together or not this relationship was a success to some degree i'm just yes. saying look the the internet is like a very big industrial restaurant Okay. Somebody is going to be offended by how much flavor there is in water. That's it. You're going to give someone a glass of tap water and they're going to be like, there's too much flavor in this. Do you have anything more bland? That's what happens when you serve a million people. Why? I'm curious to know why the tap water is the thing served at the restaurant that you're choosing to focus on, because you could actually apply that to really anything the restaurant okay, serves. Okay, boiled, boiled broccoli, steamed broccoli, too much flavor. <laughs> yeah, to, or It's too salty. Too salty, too steamed. Too not steamed, steamed enough. Not steamed up. Too yeah. crunchy, too soft. Now we're getting off what I was trying <laughs> to get to. My point is, is someone's always going to have a problem with something. Yes. So don't worry about it. Yeah. The relationship will be a failure if they break up. Their <laughs> lessons learned may be very valuable. Yeah. And will likely be very valuable. But the relationship's a failure. Okay. I'm glad <laughs> we could agree on that. Anyway, my point is, is there may be future relationships. This may not be her final guy. Mm -hmm. So like, just tread carefully for now. Don't get too invested. Mm -hmm. You don't see this person that often. Yeah. You, you got to go easy. That you go is easy. truly what it all comes down to. Like if we had to make a, a TikTok video of this episode and there was only one part of this answer that we could give mm -hmm. to justify what, what advice we're giving, how much time is she spending with this person? Right. Not that much. No, it doesn't sound like it. Not enough to, I think, get embroiled in what could be a years-long, oh, years-long, contentious... Lifetime. It could be a lifetime. They could be in their 80s. Yeah. So like, I don't want to see her. I don't want to go visit her. You know how I feel about her. And by her. the way, we can both speak on this. We both have extended family, fam yeah. you know, just every family has its dramas. Yeah. And no, there is no family. I'm sorry. There is no family where everyone just gets along hunky-dory and there's no conflict and everyone just loves yeah. each other. No, all the time. it doesn't exist. And it I'll doesn't. tell you something else. And I, and I was trying my best to ride a fine line with a boyfriend because, yes, the United Front is very important. Mm -hmm. No question. In this situation, it's a little more nuanced. And I actually think in his mind, he may be thinking he's preserving the relationship by not creating a bigger I, conflagration. I actually t that's a good point you're making. Yeah. I know I've done that before. Yeah. I know that I've been like, there's someone, whether it's a friend or a family, someone's had some issue or an ex-girlfriend that mm -hmm. I knew wasn't an issue. Mm -hmm. I've had, I've had, you know what? It's better to keep this at bay than to address it because addressing it's going to create a monster. Yeah. So 
sure, that's a passive way of doing it, but it's also practical. Yes. This may be his practical way of, of, of solving this. It's like, you know what? I'm just going to let this simmer for a long time. Mm-hmm. Maybe it'll come to a head one day, but by that time, we'll be married, we'll have kids, we'll be all set. Yeah, know? yeah. And at that point, it's a, just a completely different question. Then, it, then, as again, then Karen shut the fuck up. <laughs> and on that note... <laughs> <laughs> If you enjoyed what you heard today, you can keep Dear Shandy in business by liking, subscribing, hitting the notification bell, following us on Instagram, telling your friends, leaving us Apple podcast ratings and reviews, and generally doing all the things you would do to keep a podcast you enjoy alive and kicking. Thank you guys so much for tuning in, and we'll see you next time on Dear Shandy. Bye.